Uh, yeah. Fucking positive. Okay. We're good to go. Yeah. We got uh, an exciting show. We're going to recap Naughty Nolans. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That was so much fun. Are your lady bits still tingling? <laughs> I mean, if anything, I think they're slightly sore. But Sore? Jesus. Well, I mean, we fucked like every single day. Which I'm not complaining because that is A-OK by me, but. I mean, yeah, it was. It was like, hot. <laughs> my whole body is still tingling in, bes- like in, in between the waves of just exhaustion. Yeah, I'm not as exhausted as I was yesterday. Good um, for you. <laughs> well, it must my, be nice to my, get my all that extra sleep. My job's not as taxing. Yeah, and you don't have to work outside in the. In the heat where it like just yeah. drains you more. Yeah, no. I got to stay cold most of the last two days. Well, good for you. I know. Because you know what's not going to be cold? What? When we talk about what all went down in New Orleans this past week. Oh, fuck no. It was like an inferno. All around. Not just the heat. Yeah. Not just the literal heat. Yeah. So are you ready to get into this? Fuck yeah. Because I'm excited to talk about this. I know you are. All right. Let's go. It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Kitchen Sink E&M and Kink Podcast, episode number 51. You know what that means? What does that mean? One more show, and we'll have been doing this for an entire fucking year. Holy shit. It does not feel like that. I mean, technically, we already have, because we had that, that one episode that wasn't really an episode. It was just the, hey, we had a family emergency, because... Blah, blah, blah. We couldn't put an episode out. But. Yeah. Our accident prone child. Yeah. (laughs) So this would technically be episode 52. But. We won't count that one. We won't count it. It wasn't really. Yeah. So (laughs) episode 51. We are going to talk about Naughty in Nolens. Yes. And. It was amazing. The fun that we had. um, Like. The debauchery. There was lots of debauchery. Yeah, I mean, I wish there was more, but we'll get into that. Yeah. So, okay. We are back. It is Tuesday Man, now. I got the damn squeaky chair again. We got to go back to Quit the, moving your fucking ass then. I like to shake it, but apparently this chair still likes to make noise. I should have just stolen the damn chair from the hotel because that one was perfect. It didn't move. It didn't make sounds. I know. It was like a perfect setup too because I could actually like talk with you because it was like facing us perfectly so i could still look at yeah. you while we did it anyway i know continue. <laughs> like that was a cool setup that we had in the hotel room it really was the only thing i didn't like uh it was very echoey in that hotel room well you have that with nine foot ceilings yeah it was a huge room it really was everywhere actually i think the whole the whole room was nine foot ceilings because even our bathroom had really tall uh yeah ceilings so too. we left Last Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. 4th of July. So it's a five and a half hour 
trip down there. Yes. Which wasn't bad at all. There was like no traffic. We got right down there. Um, so there's good and bad that we've encountered down there. One of the good things was the hotel when we pulled up was super nice. Oh my God. It was like ballroom nice. Yeah. Like gorgeous hotel. Bad part. They did not tell us there was no parking at the hotel. And that it was only valet parking. Yes. Or you have to park half a block away at a random parking garage. So that's what we ended up having to do. And it took, what, two trips back and forth from the hotel to the car to get all our shit out. And we didn't even get all our shit out. Yeah, I made a total of three trips. Yeah. So that that part kind of sucked. It would have been nice to have known up front that that's what we had to do. Mm-hmm. Because if that was the case, we would have just parked right up front in the hotel, unloaded everything, and then went and parked the car instead yeah. of walking half a block back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. So that part sucked. And it also cost like $125 for the week to park there. Right. Because our options were either you can park it in the garage for 25 a day. As long as you don't take it out, you won't get charged any more than that. Every time you were to take it out, you would get whacked with another 25 or $20 or something. The other option was the valet service where you would spend 20 or sorry, $75 a day. They would go get the car for you and bring it to you. And you could basically use it as many times as you wanted. However, that was not going to be an option for us because we weren't planning on like sightseeing with Outside our car. Of the city, yeah. Right. Like we were going to be just right there the whole time. So we're like, you know what? fuck it we're just parking it and we're not gonna worry about it yep so so that's what we did um and then so tuesday was really kind of a chill day like there were starting to be people that were filtering in mm-hmm. um it was basically like the early birds yeah and we started to meet some people you know that were there for the conference um but there was no way to know on tuesday because you have to go register, and I don't think you could do that until Wednesday, correct? Because we didn't, or, or did we get our passes on Tuesday? No. Wait, hang on. Yes, we had to get our passes on Tuesday because we went to Colette later that okay. night, and we needed all the right, pass. All right, don't get too far ahead of us. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right, so we eventually figured out that we had to go over to the Astor Crown Plaza, mm-hmm. which is the main hotel that the party and the conference is at and that's like half a mile away yeah it's like a six minute walk uh, it's like 10 okay it it says on google <laughs> it's six minutes but maybe it's, if you're a professional power walker no here's you know what it is it's six minutes minus or what they did is they weren't including every single sidewalk you are tri- like the the, air, the crosswalk you had to go through and had to yeah, wait forever no, it, to get through. It's still a 10 minute walk. Even if you hit all the lights, like perfect. Man, it felt like it went shorter. No, Maybe it, it was just cause I was sightseeing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so we went over there, got signed in. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one thing that really kind of bummed me out, um, we signed up as podcasters, you know, yes. so like we were content creators there and our passes didn't have that on there. No, I just said that we were guests. So that kind of bummed me out because like the whole purpose of us going was to help promote the podcast. Yeah. 
And then our other thing was that they had used our real names. Yes. And nobody knows us by our real names. It's not like that we care, but everybody knows us as Tink and Pedro. So it right. was kind of like they would ask, you know, they'd see basically if you had your tag on, which you had to in, in all these events that you were traveling to between each hotel, you would have that tag. It has your name. People are looking at it and they're going to, you know, stare at it and say your name. And they were, you know, calling my real name. And I was like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was kind of a letdown. Yeah. Because, I mean, like we've been in the lifestyle eight and a half years and everybody calls us Pedro and Tink. Even after they know our real names, they still call us Pedro and Tink. Yeah. So, you know, that's why on this show, we use Pedro and Tink mm -hmm. because that is what everybody knows us as. And to have our real names on our passes without, you know, it's saying that we're from the Kitchen Sink, E&M and Kink podcast. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, well, shit, we spent all this money. <laughs> And to help promote the show yeah and now we have to like work extra hard work extra <laughs> hard to let people know like hey we have a podcast and yeah you know we're trying to help advocate and educate you know people in all these different lifestyles so we walked around with pocketfuls of business cards yes well actually you did because i had no pockets and no panties so yeah <laughs> which was great <laughs> um yeah so that part sucked but it is what it is you know there was nothing we could do at that point because they make the passes before you get there and if you were to lose the pass it's a hundred dollars to get another one yeah which is really kind of outrageous yes so we did not lose them <laughs> yes um so on tuesday then after we got our passes we went back to the hotel mm -hmm. right and we were going to do fireworks. Yes. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but <laughs> there was a meet and greet that was supposed to happen around the same time as the fireworks at the main hotel. It was like a half hour difference. Yes. But it overlapped. Right. So you had to kind of figure out what we were going to do. So we were like, okay, as cool as it would be to go see fireworks on the river in New Orleans. Yeah. We're here to work yeah so we went over there for the meet and greet only to find out it was canceled and everybody went to the fireworks yeah so it was like cool so we got lots of walking in on our first day yes and then with your pass you got free admission to colette mm -hmm. in new orleans on tuesday night yeah only on tuesday only on tuesday for the first night so we were like, okay, I guess we'll go check that out. Yeah. Since we didn't really do anything yet. And the Colette was right next to our hotel. It was. It was right around the corner. Yeah. Like, we made that there in, like, two minutes. Right. Um, now, it's a small club in New Orleans. Mm -hmm, very small. But. Was it, like, 1,600 square feet? The downstairs, yeah. I mean, like, the downstairs were the dancing and uh, the, bar the, was. the BYOB bar is pretty small but then there's the upstairs with all the playrooms mm -hmm. and i feel like there's more room upstairs than there is downstairs i feel like there was too because like there was a lot of playrooms and there was a lot of people up there yeah so if you are going to colette's in new orleans just remember it is byob yes don't don't show up with nothing because you will drink nothing 
we didn't realize that. No. <laughs> so we had no drinks at Colette. Um, Which was okay. Yeah. And we're not huge club people. No. It was more of like we just wanted to see and see like what everything was going on and run into anybody if possible. Yeah. I mean, we were just kind of checking it out and being voyeurs. Like we watched some people fuck up stairs in. Uh, the vo- the um, They have like a room. It's, it's like a group playroom. Yes. It has like a big round table slash bed thing mm-hmm. um, with a one-way mirror mm-hmm. and you could watch what's going on in the room. So we did that for a while. Um, we talked to a single gentleman up there. He, he was, was very nice. He was very nice. Um, and then we also met Dr. Stephanie up there mm-hmm. and we ended up taking some pictures and stuff with her downstairs. If you guys follow us on Instagram, you probably saw that post. She was very nice mm-hmm. um, and very attractive. Yes, she was. <laughs> so we stayed there for probably, what, like an hour and a half? Um, Yeah, I would say it was about an hour and a half that we were there. Because um, at first we, we weren't really sure how we were feeling because of, you know, one, yes. we forgot our beer or, or just drinks in general. Um, so we were like, well, let's just go upstairs. Well, actually, before we even knew what was upstairs, I had seen this like door that people were coming in and out of. Right. And I, and there was no sign as to what it was. So I was like, well, let me see. So I walk over and there's these like big flight of stairs that goes up with like red trim lighting like you find at the movie theaters. And I was like, what is this? And I was like, all right, Pedro, we need to go like look at, look at this because like you can just go up there. So that's when we found out that the playroom was upstairs. Yeah, because we didn't even know there was playrooms there. No, I thought it was just the dance floor and the table where the, the bartender was. Right. So once we found that out, we were like, okay, we can hang out a little bit longer. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's why we ended up being there for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, in which we actually ended up meeting the owner of Colette. We did. Um, so shout out to him. I think his name's John. Mm-hmm. And a uh, very nice guy, him and his partner. Mm-hmm. They are very nice people. And uh, we kind of got the backstory on Colette, which was cool. Yes. You know, and especially that location. And so it kind of made sense then with the whole, like, being small and this and that. Like, yeah, it was very nice to talk to him and get all that info. So um, we will have their podcast in the show notes Mm-hmm. if you want to check them out because they've been doing this a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, John has owned Colette forever. Yeah. So I'm sure they have some, some great stories on their show. <laughs> um, so after we were done at Colette, we walked back to the hotel and now you were feeling on edge that first day walking around new yeah. Orleans. so when before we even made it to colette's and we had to walk back because the meet and greet was done and everything was just going right over for the fireworks and we had a little bit of downtime before the actual meet over at colette's we had to walk from the astor back to the nopsy and i was definitely feeling on edge which i don't normally feel that way but normally that kind of tells me i'm not comfortable in my surroundings when i feel like i'm constantly watching my back and i kind of feel jumpy so i wasn't really feeling that so much (laughs) i think as we were there longer i felt a little bit more confident 
walking around? Yeah, well, I, I was just going to say, at at that point, there wasn't a huge amount of people no. there for the conference. So no. it was straight up like... People that knowledge. live there all the time. Yeah. yeah. So you, we saw some sketchy shit. We had... Well, wasn't it the first... No. Was it the first night where the guy had... Yeah, I think was, that was coming back from Colette's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's... I don't know if he was homeless or if he was just like a tweaker or something. Yeah, but he was walking around with this like plastic cane and he was banging it on like the trash cans. And then he banged it against like first the light post and then the trash can. And when he did it on the trash can, it like broke out in front of us and it like hit me in the foot. And I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? And then what did he ask? Did you want Coke? No, he asked if I had a dollar. Oh, he asked for a dollar. There was another one that asked about Coke. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was another day. That was like Wednesday or Thursday. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I'm like, no, nah, man, I don't have any money. Yeah, that was your go to. I don't have any money, which is true. It- so, <laughs> um, like, we got past him and got back to the hotel. Yeah. And we were like, you know what? Since we couldn't drink at Colette, let's go get a drink at the gift shop. Yes. <laughs> because they have like, uh, like some liquor and like some pre-mixed stuff. Like they have like margarita mix mm-hmm. that's already done. So we bought some margarita yeah, and took that up to the room, went and got some ice and you went to go make a TikTok. Yeah. And I fell asleep sitting up in bed, holding my glass with my margarita in it. At least you finished the margarita. No, I didn't. I did not. Oh, it looked like you did. No, I thought it was just the ice that was left. No, there was still like the a quarter on the bottom. Oh. But yeah, I passed out so hard. Like I was so tired. It was it was a long first day. <laughs> yeah. So that was day one. Wednesday, we finally learned about the Sketch app. Yes, which was what you could follow to know what was going on. And you could actually like sign Sign in or sign up for those events and then you could just click on my schedule and then everything that you decided you want to go to would be right there and it would all be in order so you knew what time what was going on and where you had to go because some things were held at the astor and some things were held at the nopsy which we didn't realize really until no. later. No, we didn't realize. We thought everything was at the Astor. Yeah, I didn't really find out, I think, for sure where things were until Thursday, where we started seeing that things were being held at both locations. Yeah, so that was a common issue throughout the whole week. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> like, I'm not going to hold that against the people that run Naughty and Nolans because it is such a huge event. It really is. You know, like, I... I feel like it would be very hard to get that synced up to where everyone's on the same page, but just know if you go there and you plan on attending a bunch of seminars or like this or that, it's very difficult to track where they are and what time they are, even though they have a schedule app that tells you it's a bunch of stuff overlaps. So you kind of have to be like, what do I really want to do? Yeah, and then kind of plan your, your day from, from there. Right, because you may have to walk half a mile to get to the other hotel or, mm-hmm. you know. So plan accordingly if you're going to attend a bunch of that stuff 
and tip for the ladies, wear your sandals and bring your high heels and then switch it when you get to the location you're going to be at. That way you save your feet. Right. Um, unless you stay at the main hotel yeah. and you and don't plan on matter. leaving. Yeah. But if you stay at the overflow hotel, like we did, there's a lot of walking involved. Oh yes. So plan for that. Take comfy shoes, mm-hmm. carry your high heels with you or like take a little bag or something. So what did we do Wednesday? I mean, so Wednesday was the first real day that everyone was coming in and getting their, their badges and we're doing another meet and greet at some point. Um, but that was also, I believe the podcaster meet and greet that was being held. Oh yes. And again, it said one location, yeah, but it really wasn't. And so there wasn't a great turnout for that it was basically all the podcasters just standing around talking to each other pretty much (laughs) which i mean that was fine i mean it's nice getting to put faces to the shows and all that stuff um you know like we got to talk to some really cool people that also do podcasts in this space Mm -hmm. um and there's a few that i plan on starting to listen to that i wasn't aware of were around mm-hmm. um but after meeting the hosts i'm like mm-hmm. oh that's probably a good show you know yeah. just because we really enjoyed our conversations with those people um and then that is when brian and brenna showed up right so they were from the front porch swingers we have been um in contact with them over the last couple of months um we've been a part of their telegram and we've well, you have been a very faithful listener to their podcast over the years. I've just recently started listening to them. And it's actually funny because after I'm done listening to them, then ours comes on. So then I'm sitting there listening to podcasts for two hours if I if I can, which I'm perfectly fine with doing because it's kind of comical to go from theirs to then run into ours. Yeah. So before the podcast meet and greet, we met up with them. Yes. And... uh we actually, I think that's when we, we went for dinner yes. or lunch or something. I don't even know what time it was at that point. I think we, we went we to dinner. We were on New Orleans time. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think it was dinner. Okay. Because they didn't get in until like three o'clock. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So it would have been like an early dinner. Yeah. And we all clicked like instantly. Yeah. Like I wasn't, I'm not a big hugger. So, but. <laughs> and, I, and I am. I'm like a huge hugger. Right. So when I first. Like I, we went to meet them at the ass store and we, we turned around the corner and I'm trying to find them. I'm looking. And then I saw Brenna and I was just like, oh my goodness, there she is. So I, I just didn't even think about it. Just gave her a hug. And I was just like, I'm so glad we finally got to meet. And it just, I don't know. It felt very like natural. <laughs> and that's not something for me because like I said, I'm not a hugger. <laughs> yeah. And so let me preface this. Okay. Like, I've had a huge crush on Brenna for a long time. You have. Like, I've been listening to their show since it started. Yes. Um, And I know the types of men that she is generally attracted to mm-hmm. and the type that she generally plays with because I've been listening to their show for so long. Right. And she has her very erotic uh, replay of her encounters. And so you, you get a very good visual visualization of yes. you know, these types of men that she's she a great storyteller. Yes. So 
in my head, like I'm picturing these men that she plays with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in my head, I'm like, I'm nothing like (laughs) any of these men, (laughs) you know, from like, you know, cause like she attracts very handsome men, like Mm -hmm. model type guys, great bodies. I mean, like Brian, the dude is 53 and is jacked. Yeah. I mean, great physique lots of dedication to get there yeah i mean he eats well works out all the time Mm -hmm. like he puts the work in but those are the types of guys she normally has encounters with Mm -hmm. and then there's me you know (laughs) then there's me i have a dad bod and it's a sexy dad bod like i feel like i'm an attractive guy you are but i would not call myself like overly handsome like i'm not the guy that's going to walk into a room and women are just going to be like oh my god did you see him like that's not me so i told you before they even showed up Mm -hmm. i said i don't think i have a chance in hell with making anything happen with her Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna be myself which i told you to do and hope for the best basically you know, I said you can't go wrong with just being you because I we've come to learn that you being yourself is what draws people in. And I was like, maybe that that will be something that could happen. And you're just like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'll just be me. I'm like, that's all you need to do. Just be you. Yeah. And now Brian is also he's not the normal physical type that no. you go for. No. Because he is that, like, chiseled, you know, goes to the gym every day type guy. Correct. So you were kind of on the fence of, you know, like, you liked communicating with him digitally. Right. I just didn't know how it was going to come across once we met face-to-face. Right. So, but I feel like once we met them in person, we hugged them, you know, said hello. Mm -hmm. It was almost like an instant connection. Like, we had been close friends for years yeah that's exactly what i felt so that was a big relief Mm -hmm. to me you know because like i talk to brian a lot yeah i think you actually talk to him more than i do yeah so when i met him and could hear him talk in person and see his mannerisms and all that i'm like holy shit this guy is just an older Older version version of of me yeah it legit was it was freaky as fuck i'm not gonna lie (laughs) like whenever he would get like worked up about something i was just like oh my god it's pedro just like 10 years from now (laughs) yes and um brenna is so much like you she really is and we are like the same age we're only like two weeks apart yeah which is crazy it's really crazy you know, so you both are like ADD, uh-huh. um, type A people, like just, yeah, it, it, it was crazy. So it was like we found twins. <laughs> we did the podcast, the podcaster meet and greet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went out and had drinks after that, didn't we? That's when we went to the beach. Yes, that is. <laughs> that's when we went to the beach bar. Yes. Which was awesome. It was. Because there was, like, nobody there. No. There was, I don't know, 10 people in the whole place. And they had a live band. They had a live band. A really hot bartender. Yes, which, 
Brian was flirting with the bartender. Yeah, and and <laughs> she was. I I I don't know why she didn't try getting his number, but or maybe she did attempt. Who knows? Like, not gonna lie, like I was a little jealous because <laughs> you didn't get the bartender's number. Well, because like she didn't even flirt with me. I don't know. Maybe she. But had see, a but, but that's what I. That's exactly what I'm talking about, though. I'm not that guy that right walks into a room and women are like, "Oh my god." Yeah. But now, if I could have talked to her for 20 minutes... Then it would have been different. It probably would have been different. Yeah. So, we had a great time. Um, yeah, we were legit singing whatever song... Or basically, it was Every like, song. Yeah, it was like every song. We had, we had the Sweet Home Alabama, which was awesome because they found out we were from Alabama. Yes. So, we were all singing high to that. And then, we were singing 80 songs, which that was awesome, too. Yep. And... Uh, then they played Tennessee Whiskey. Yes. And Brian and Breno went out and slow danced. And you got the best pictures of them. It was so awesome. Yeah. I mean, with my photography background, when I see people having a moment, like I, have, capture I have to capture it. Yeah. And you did a, and a great job doing that because there are so many that we got. And, it, you know, she was laughing. He was holding her. You know, we have a, a, an action where, like, she her head is tilted back and she's laughing and her hair is just, like, flowing. And it just looked so amazing. And you just kind of felt like you captured the whole essence of that moment right there in that picture. Yep. And then Brian had broken away and asked you to go dance. He did, yes. To finish out the song. I was very surprised. I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, okay. So that, like, did that start the whole, uh, like, process for you as far as being in person? It did. Because it, it kind of, like, gave me that connection, like, that physical connection with him. And, like, I was still kind of nervous. But it definitely was like, okay, yeah, I'm definitely feeling this <laughs> okay so uh that was a cute moment mm -hmm. I, and i got some video of you two dancing also which uh, i did not know <laughs> and uh brennan and i were just kind of like talking you know as we were watching you two and it was so cute because she was just kind of like looking at you guys like with this oh you know type face Aww. so <clears throat> it's really cool when you meet other people in this lifestyle that are at that mature point mm -hmm. in their lifestyle journey and relationship. Right. You know, where like they can be happy for each other. Right. That, you know, they're having these experiences and stuff like that. Even if it's not play, I mean, just like the, the general experience of just making connections with others and, how they seem to be, you know, lost in that moment or in just overall enjoying themselves. And you see that and you're happy for them. Exactly. So that was a great night. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe, did we part ways after the beach bar? I believe. Or did we do something else? I don't know. There was so much booze. There was, a, there was a lot of booze and there was also just a lot of activities, but I do believe that the first night, I think after we were done at the beach, I want, no, the, after the beach is when we went back to the Astor, there was something going on in the ballroom. I don't know if it was a, a oh, dance or whatever. We went to the first party. 
Was that the first party? Yeah. Okay. It, it was the first party, but we didn't get dressed up or anything because... Oh, that's right. It was the pirate night, and we were yes. all like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> it was the pirate night. We don't do pirates. I mean, like, you brought a kind of costume. It, yeah, I was trying to put something together, but I wasn't 100% in love with it. And, yeah. and I didn't Brenna, have shit. Brenna was like, I'm not... I'm not dressing up. And I was like, okay. Which, by the way, her little outfit did kind of work as like a pirate outfit. It so did. I was like, it's okay. It's cool. Yeah. So we hung out there, had some more drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, because they knocked out kind of early. Yeah. Because they had. They know, had the whole flight that had left real early in the morning. Right. And then it basically, they had jet lag, and which is totally understandable. And yeah, I'd want to go to bed too. <laughs> yeah. So. Then we went back to our hotel. Correct. Because we were tired, too. <laughs> By that point, yes, we were tired. Um, and then I believe that was the first night that we fucked there. It was the first night that we fucked. Yeah. And it was a pretty hot session. It was. That was that was the night that, as we were fucking, I heard, like, knocking on the side of the wall above our bed. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, because you were getting kind of loud. Which I was not aware of, and I was—I did not have that many drinks. I had three, like the whole night. But apparently, I was really enjoying what we were doing. I was turned on, and I let loose when I'm at hotels because that's just my jam, and that's what right. I do. Well, I mean, we fucking paid for it. We're going to use it, right? So I guess I was, you know, a little too loud for our next door neighbors. But <clears throat> like you have to remember, at this point, this is Wednesday night. Yeah. The Nopsy Hotel didn't start the takeover part until Thursday. until Thursday afternoon. Yeah. So there was still vanilla people at the Nopsy. Yeah. So we had vanilla neighbors at that so point. So that's probably why I got a knock on the door where I think on the other side of us were also people who were attending the Naughty in New Orleans because there was this either the same night or the night or like Tuesday night that I was hearing some noises as well and some things banging so oh, yeah yeah we heard people fucking on tuesday night yeah so and they stayed that way the whole time but i just never saw who was in that room yeah but the other side of us we should have we should have <laughs> but you know nobody even held had like a pineapple sign on their door well i mean you figure you're there i mean so i guess that's true if you're there you're pineapple yeah <laughs> so that's true yeah so that was a great fuck session um and, you know, I don't know if all the guys in the lifestyle do this, but I do this. When we are someplace where play could happen, mm-hmm. I do not come inside you. No, you do not. You know, because I'm trying to be respectful of whoever you may play with. Right. So I covered your belly and chest. You did. <laughs> and it was hot was there was like a whole line of it that just like went up my stomach yeah i'm pretty sure i have a picture of that you do we have lots of pictures of our sexcapades <laughs> and some video and videos yeah because um yeah and then we passed the fuck out that we did <laughs> and then thursday thursday was probably one of my most fun days that we had there thursday was a lot of fucking fun trying to remember exactly what happened on Thursday because there was so much okay, well, that we did. Thursday, we went and didn't we eat at Two Chicks? Yes. First? Yes. And we had Bloody Marys. 
because and, and it started pouring. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and because we had to go to Brian's he had a seminar. S- yes, he had a seminar for bisexual men in the lifestyle. Correct. And so, that turned out amazing. Yes. So we ate at, at two chicks, had a great meal, had some uh, Bloody Marys, went over to Brian's seminar, mm-hmm. and you and I and Brenna all sat in the front row to help support, yes. you know. And they had like 70 or 80 people in there, mm-hmm. which was fucking awesome. It was a very, it was a great turnout and it was very educational and very open. And it kind of, you know, I don't know how many straight guys were in there, but. Me, I got my hand raised. Me, <laughs> I was there. You were one of them. So it was, we, we've been contacted by um, a, a now new friend of ours saying it was nice to meet, you know, some allies to being a bi male in this lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, so I'm straight, but I don't give a fuck if another guy is bi. Like, if if we are doing a swap, if we're actually playing together. Right, like if we were doing like a, a male, female, male situation. Yeah, or a couple swap. Right. Um, And the dude is bi. Like, I don't give a shit. Right. At all. I mean... Like I will tell people, you know, I'm I'm totally cool with it. Mm-hmm. Just you know that you're just not by. So. Don't try to you know do sexual things with me. Right. Like you know? you're you're perfectly fine sharing the same space, being right next to each other. That doesn't you have no phobias with that. Right. And you're just like I'm just not into anything. Sexually. I don't even care if like dudes like looking at my dick. Like I don't care. Like if, <laughs> like, if I catch- admire my fucking cock. If I catch a dude like staring at my cock, I'm like, what's up, buddy? <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, you are you are not phased whatsoever. No. And like we've actually had instances mm-hmm. where, you know, we started some sort of encounter with like a bi couple. Mm-hmm. And I had it where, you know, I was dancing with this chick and she's rubbing on my dick, you know, with her hand. And all of a sudden, I feel a different hand. and Coming I, from, like, a different angle? Yeah. Yeah. And I look down, and it's her husband. Yep. You know, I didn't freak the fuck out. I, I just pulled away. Yeah. And I said, hey, man, like, I don't want to be touched. Yeah. You know, and, and that was that. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, it's on them. They had a consent violation. Like, right. he never asked me, like, hey, can I touch your dick? Right. But... I wasn't an, an asshole about it. Right. Like I, like I could have been, and I would have been justified. And I'm sure there are some people that in that instance would have been a complete asshole to him. And with that situation occurring, just because, you know, like you said, there was no consent. And also like that if you're straight and that happens, you're kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm cool with it. And I want to support other bi men mm-hmm. in the space because they get a bad rap for no reason. Right. I mean, like I, I had that one bad encounter, but I took care of it. It didn't happen again, you know, and these other guys are being judged based on shit that people think will happen. Right. It's kind of well, one thing that Brian had brought up is because, you know, people find out that he's by or any of these gentlemen who are by 
people automatically assume that they're going to be attracted to the male of that couple. Right. But just because you're bi doesn't mean you want to fuck every guy. Exactly. Just like bi women don't want to fuck every bi woman that they encounter. Exactly. It's, just like I, as a straight guy, do not want to fuck every chick that I encounter. Correct. Like you have your preference of what you are attracted to. You are not going to want every single thing that walks. That's just not how that works. Yeah. So that was a great seminar. Uh, really proud of how he did it, you know, oh, yeah. and the information that was presented and of the people that were there yeah. for sharing their stories and asking their questions. Yeah. Because I mean, it was, it's kind of nerve wracking. I, f- I feel because a lot of the people that were at naughty for the seminar, it was their first time ever to naughty or at any lifestyle event. Yeah. Or at any <laughs> lifestyle event. So they're brand new jumping in the deep end by going to the largest fucking swing conference in the country. And on top of that, they're talking about something that they have a, they have to struggle with it as far as not having any support system feeling like they can't say anything or it's limiting their play options with their partner because, you know, they either don't feel comfortable enough to say that they're bi or they will just try not to find anything in it at all. And one of my favorite things about Brian is the fact, you know, that he identifies other than straight. Mm -hmm. And if you look at him, you're like, no way is he anything but straight like the dude just it's like he doesn't give you that vibe you look at him and right next to him is like the definition of masculinity (laughs) yes you know you don't put him next to like a clip of two dudes sucking dick like it just doesn't go together no but that's what i love about him like He's, he's an element of surprise. <clears throat> like he's this no bullshit fuck mm-hmm. around and find out. Oh yeah. Type of guy. But yet if he likes a dude, like, Hey, he likes a dude. He likes a dude. Yep. So I love people like that. Well, really what it comes down to is you you get to be your, your authentic self. And exactly. that's, what's nice about the lifestyle is that it allows you to be able to do that and to explore these inhibitions that you've had for so long. And you get to really hone in on what is important to you and what you've realized almost maybe your whole life that you were not different, but you suppressed because it wasn't accepted. Right. And I mean, I feel like I'm one of the very few straight people in our circle. <laughs> I really, I feel like you are. <laughs> Cause I mean, you're by Brian's by Brenna is by, mm-hmm. um, almost all of our female friends are by. And almost every female that we run into in the lifestyle is by, it's actually a, a very small amount of females that I found that are straight. I mean, that's debatable because I mean, I what be- type of by are they? Are they like, I want to please my man, so I'll let you go down on me by, or you know what I mean? Well, what I'm thinking about is just like legit a woman who identifies as, yes, I'm bisexual, I like women. Yeah. I'm feeling like there's a lot of that that I have come across, so maybe that's just the path that I'm on, where I don't really feel like I see a lot of women that are just strictly, you know, straight, and that's it. I feel like that's a very small pool for me to come across. And that's very possible, because most people... No, you are bisexual. Mm-hmm. So 
I I have uh, you know that neon sign, yeah. which we'll talk about. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll talk really in depth on the bonus episode about that. But yes. So okay, Thursday we did that, and then we decided to go to. We went to the the Hustler Club. Yes. yes. That was because a. All Naughty in New Orleans were attending that event. Yes. It was a closed event for just the was, Naughty in New Orleans. It was a attendance. private party just for us. Well, for Naughty people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a strip club on Bourbon Street. It was an amazing strip club. And, I mean, it, it's a small one, mm-hmm. but... The dancers were hot as fuck. The dancers were fucking hot. And the moves on them. My God. So we spent, I don't know, what, three hours there? Oh, close to it, because I had two hurricanes, and um, we spent lots of dollars. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I, you got a lap dance. I, I did get a lap dance, and she was even nice enough to do that whole flipping up and having her ass jiggle in your face to you as well. Yeah, that was dope. That was amazing. Her she ass was, was beautiful. She was fucking gorgeous, and she was like, 510. Oh yeah. Every bit of 510 without heels. Yeah. And with her her pleasers on, she was like 6364. Yeah. Super she was like hot. she was almost like Amazon woman. Yeah. Like I was totally digging her. Yes. Um so we had a great time there. The four of us, you know, laughing and carrying on talking, you know, because by this point like every day the four of us are getting closer and closer. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome. And then we went to the party Thursday night, which was the heaven and hell. Yes. You looked fucking amazing. So my take, which of course had some help with Pedro's idea, was having the white outfit on with black wings. So I was a fallen angel, as you could call it. Yeah, so... uh you looked so good. Everybody was like stopping and complimenting you. And, you know, it was great. I just had on like this devilish red shirt with gray slacks. And you look very handsome. <clears throat> and then like you just had you. You looked to me like a little devil. Yeah. I mean, I looked like the guy from Lucifer. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's the look that I had. Yes. Um, I danced my freaking ass off till they felt like I had blisters. Brent oh, and I yeah. are now dance partners. <laughs> yes. You guys had a great time. We did. Out on the dance floor. Um, your feet were tore up from your fishnets and your yeah. heels. Uh, Brian and I had a lot of good conversation while you guys were dancing we talked to a bunch of people. He introduced me to a bunch of people, awesome. which was really cool. Um, and then we ended that night by taking some pictures and stuff and doing, you know, some little video clips inside the party. Yeah. Um, which some of those are on TikTok and stuff like that. And then we made the trek back to our hotel <laughs> the longest walk ever with my sore feet because <laughs> i had to walk with heels all the way over where you know we fucked again we did so that was another great session but this time you didn't have to worry about being loud because it was all takeover people yes 
and, and I feel like while we were down there, like our sex was very like charged up. I do. Yeah. It wasn't like, I mean, not like our sex is ever like boring. Yes. But our sex is never boring, but it, it definitely, it had that like new fuck energy. And like, I really feel like it was because of the people we were meeting and, you know, like kind of getting turned on yeah. by hanging out with Brian and Brenna because yeah. like, I obviously want Brenna yeah, and you wanted to play with Brian. So yes. like we spent a lot of time with them. And at this point, like none of us have said, no, like we want to play. <laughs> no, nothing has been said because Brian was- and I do not fucking do that. No, you want the ladies to, like, you have to smack the- us yes. in the face with like a fucking flip flop. And be like, I want your cock. Apparently. (laughs) So nothing has really been said except the next day. Mm -hmm. So Friday now. Yeah. Got to try and hurry this up. There's a lot of shit to go over in five fucking days. Um, And we're just kind of glazing over (laughs) all of this. Um, So Friday, we hang out with them again. Yes. Did we start, like, first thing, like, early afternoon? I believe so. Yes, because we went to the drinkery. Or no, no, that was on Saturday. That was Saturday. Fuck, where did we go? No, Friday was where we had the podcast panel. Oh, that and was the panel. And okay. then after that, we went to go get food at the bourbon gotcha. place. Okay, so the <laughs> podcast, the podcaster's panel. Yes. Not going to lie, it was kind of a shit show. Yeah. It, um, I think it would have been better if there would have been more people than just podcasters. Um, just because it was more of like for the people that are in the lifestyle to ask the questions because m- the majority of all of these podcasters have been in at a hot minute. Um, we're talking upwards of three years and way, way more. Yeah, so, some have even been doing it for like, seven or eight years yeah so and then there were some that were like brand new but kind of made it seem like they've been doing it a long time yeah which was kind of annoying but i wouldn't say that it was annoying it was just very misleading i think um just because you know we have there's people that have had a long amount of time in it they've now dedicated themselves to doing a podcast but the thing is like that panel wasn't to promote your show no it was for people to come in from the lifestyle that are new have questions that you know needed to just want to hear from you know experiences that others have had yeah so that kind of aggravated me and then there was other people there that i don't feel should even be involved in this shit so that was another kind of annoying thing yeah but i made sure to sit front and center you know we were there to support our friends yep and that's what we did. That is exactly what we did. So after that shit show was over, then we went to eat. Yes. At a very nice restaurant. I had an amazing sidecar, which I've never had before. And I had two, and it was probably a mistake. Yeah. So <laughs> we had a great lunch. And then uh, where the fuck did we go after that? I don't even, like, I, I, I'd have to look at my phone to look at the pictures to see the progression of the day. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm trying to think where we actually went after that, too, because 
I know there was two things going on that day. One was like a beach foam party. And then there was something else, unless that was the hustler. And we're confusing yes. our days. Yeah, that was, well, no, it had to have been Thursday. <laughs> I, I think it was Thursday. Yeah, Friday, because the theme for Friday was the, the silver party. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the silver yeah. party. Yeah, now we're putting the pieces together. <laughs> yeah. We had a very long week, as you can tell, and we're trying to put all of our pieces together. And we're just like, oh, right. oh that's so, what happened. <laughs> so the plan was we were going to check out the silver party at the Nopsy. At the Nopsy. Because all of the events so far were being held at the Astor. And then we found out that apparently there were events being held at both hotels yes. for the same theme. The main party yes. at night at nine o'clock. Yes. They were throwing at both hotels. Right. So we're set, we're like, you know what? Instead of walking all the way back, let's just stay at the Nopsy and check out yes. that one and see what it looks like. Right. So um, I think uh, Brian and Brenna had something else to do after lunch. Yeah. Yeah. I think they had a meeting with somebody. Yeah. So we went back to our hotel and just kind of hung out. Mm -hmm. We did the podcast. Yes. That's when we did the podcast. And we took a nap. Yes. <laughs> and we got up and started getting ready mm -hmm. because Brian and Brennan were going to meet us in the lobby at 8.45. Yes. So we get down there, 8.45. We don't see them. Then they finally show up, but they are having another meeting mm -hmm. with another couple. And we're like waiting and waiting and waiting. We got a drink in the, in the meantime. Yeah. So finally, we decided to go out to the patio. Mm -hmm. Now, we talked to this couple about BDSM because the, the woman was very interested in your collar. Yes. And had a ton of questions. Lots and lots of questions, which took up about an hour. And by the time I had seen, you know, I was waiting for Brian and Brennan to be finished and waiting for the message to say we could get together in the ballroom. They... We were still in mid-conversation with this other couple, and it was, you know, lots of questions, lots of information, and we were really investing our time with them. So I had to run down to meet them because they were going to go back over to the Astor. So I stopped them and real quick and said, hey, you know, we met this amazing couple. They are having all these questions about the BDSM lifestyle. Um, so I was like, we'll meet up with you guys when everything's all done. I'll message you guys, and we'll see where you're at if you're still up. Yes. So then you get back from that yes and this is where things take a turn a huge turn that i was unaware of <laughs> yeah so we're not going to go into detail on this encounter because this is going to be a bonus episode because there's so much involved like we could probably talk for 20 25 minutes just about this encounter oh yeah so to make a long story short <laughs> i'm gonna see how you do this we ended up having a mini orgy on the fucking patio outside outside of the nopsy yep in like out in the open yep <laughs> you know people watching people walking by on the street fucking crazy probably the craziest thing we have done in the lifestyle in eight and a half years oh my god yeah because i was waiting for security <laughs> Or the cops or somebody. Somebody, yeah. yeah. So it was ridiculous and it did not involve Brian and Brenna. No. Just in, in case the people <laughs> listening are like, were they involved? They were not involved. So 
um, that, and, and that encounter lasted like two, two hours. hours. Yeah. And then we ended up talking to one of the couples that came out to watch for another hour because they were new to the lifestyle. Yes. Um, super nice couple from Chicago. And absolutely loved the show. Yes. <laughs> and very attractive couple too. Very. Um, so we were, you know, like we started that as educational. It was went very to, educational. Went to a fucking orgy and then went back, <laughs> back to educational. To educational. <laughs> and Yep, that's just how we roll. It, it was crazy. So then we went back to the room and we fucked again. Yes. And I had like the most intense orgasm. Yes, you were able you were able to legit pull out and it hit me from the top of my pelvic bone all the way up to my fucking face and it landed on my lip. And yeah. the pillow. And the pillow behind you. Yeah. Yes. So fucking crazy hot. Like Yeah. That was the only time that we played. Yeah. With other people. Yeah. And I think at one point there was a total of six people involved, <laughs> but that's all I'm going to say here. Um, so then on Saturday, okay, Saturday, it's a normal, you know, day, like in the morning, we don't get moving until fucking like 11 o'clock, mm -mm. you know, like we wake up at like eight, but we don't actually get out the door until almost 11. Yeah. So we go over and we had drinks mm -hmm. at the drinkery. Yes. We met uh, Brian and Brenna over there. Yes. And then we listened to the live band. Yes. Grabbed some <clears throat> pizza from across the way because I was starving. And Brian and I were drinking a lot. Um, yeah. So at one point, <laughs> um, I had just had a Bloody Mary. That was all we had because... Pedro was able to nicely teach the bartender how to make a Bloody Mary because apparently she didn't know how. Not sure how that worked out, but maybe now she can make Bloody Marys for people. So after I had my Bloody Mary, I went and got us pizzas and I came back and I'm drinking my water because I'm trying to be a good girl. And I noticed that like Pedro's working on like drink number two or three. I've lost count. And I was like, are you not going to buy me drinks? And he was like, bitch. I, well, he didn't say bitch, but he was like, I got an open tab and I was like, so you, you didn't ask if I wanted a drink. So you're a big girl, <laughs> but I had no idea that you had opened a tab. Otherwise I would have ordered myself a drink. I mean, if you want a drink, we're in <laughs> new Orleans, you get a drink and that you will no matter what. <laughs> and I mean, hell, even if you couldn't get my attention, you could have just said, Brian, I want a drink. Please. He, he did buy me one drink. Yeah, he bought me one drink, too. That was very sweet of him. It was very sweet. <laughs> they actually bought us a lot of drinks. They did. Over the course of the week. Yes. So shout out to Brian and Brenna for keeping us intoxicated. We they, really appreciate it. They were hydrating our liver. Yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so we're there for hours. It's pouring off and on. You know, like oh, we're yeah. we were there for like four and a half hours. We're people watching, you know, dancing, singing mm -hmm. the whole nine yards. Um, Just having a blast. So at one point I went outside to vape because I'm a vapor. I know it's fucking whatever. <laughs> Don't judge me. And I come back in 
and Brian, he leans into me. He's like, hey, man, I just want to let you know. I kissed Tink. <laughs> it was, it was a, it was, okay. I was not expecting it at all because I'm a very slow person when it comes to warming up to anything physical. And it, it just happened. Like he, he turned and he just like leaned in and gave me a kiss. And I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like I am a-okay with that one. <laughs> yeah. So I told him, I'm like, it only took you four fucking days. Like, <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. You know, because, like, you guys have been kind of flirty in your chats. We have, yeah. Where Brenna and I have not. Like, I mean, she's very nice to me. Mm -hmm. But we haven't crossed that, like, I'm flirting with you, like, boundary yet. Right. But what I did notice while we were at the drinkery you know, because I'm being my goofy self. I feel super comfortable with them. Mm -hmm. I can take down the asshole wall. You totally did take down the asshole wall. I noticed that. And so did Brian. Yeah. Like, Brian was there, like, jamming to the music, singing, laughing. He like, was definitely relaxed. It, it was great. I mean, like, I feel like we both were like, <sighs> Yeah. You know, like, we can chill. Yes. And, you know, I'm making stupid jokes and dancing you know like an and idiot singing. and singing and i would catch brenna kind of like was looking she, at me with these like big brown eyes oh you yeah. know and she was be, definitely checking be giggling out. at me and stuff so i'm like okay you this, definitely did a good job of making her laugh yeah i'm like my plan is working <laughs> Ooh. my personality <laughs> is gonna get her you know <laughs> so we had a great time. Um, Brenna wanted to go take a nap because she had drank a little bit too much. And mm -hmm. she's like, I need to go nap. And hydrate after. <laughs> and hydrate. So Brian's like, I'm going to stay here and make out with this bartender. <laughs> <laughs> that was his goal anyways. He was waiting for this bartender to come back for yeah. her shift. Right. So I offered to walk Brenna back, you know, with you mm -hmm. to the hotel. It wasn't far, but... It's, it's, it's bourbon straight. You need to be yeah. careful regardless. Right. So before we left, I was giving Brian a hug, you know, and I was like, Hey, do you mind if I ask Brenna for a kiss? And he's like, do whatever you want, man. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Like I got the green light. Yes. You know, cause I figured like you guys kind of had your first kiss Yeah. and I was picking up, you know, her vibes with me while we were at the bar. So I'm like, it's now or never. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try. And if I get shot down, at least I can say I tried with a woman that I've had a huge crush on for years. Yes. So we get to the hotel. She goes to give me a hug. And I stopped. And I was like, I'd really appreciate, you know, if I could give you a kiss. And in Brenna fashion, she was like, uh, yes you know <laughs> it was so cute i was like standing there watching like a little kid i was like oh it's finally happening yep so it was awesome you know like it, it, it wasn't a very long kiss it doesn't have to be but it wasn't very long either but it, it was, was still like it was enjoyable the whole entire yes. i mean it whatever was, seconds it was it was very enjoyable you know i had one hand like kind of behind her head like it was very cute. inside it was, her hair 
and it was just very light and my favorite kind of kissing. Like I'm not a, I'm going to swallow your face person. Right. So it's like, very gentle and, uh, soft. Like so, yeah, I'm, I'm soft. a soft kisser. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But she matched it and I was like, yeah, yes. Like, yes. thank you. That, you know? That's kind of what I felt like. Yeah. So then you <laughs> gave her a kiss too. <laughs> Well, because yeah. you gotta, you always have to steal my chicks. I did not. Okay. I even said I had a crush on her. And I literally even said that I was like, yeah, I kind of feel like I have a girl crush going on right now. I know. And this was before anything even physical I, happened. I know. But like, this is every time. It's okay. You can have her first. <laughs> I will share her later. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I'm happy. <laughs> really? It's just like. We all just really mesh really well together. And I really do think it's just because like her and I are very similar and you and Brian are very similar. Like it's, it's almost, it's not eerie, but it's just really cool to see and meet people that are so similar to you. It is. So I, I got to try and speed this up because we only have like five minutes left. Um, so we go back to the hotel. We're supposed to meet them for the very last party, which is the Mardi Gras party. Yes. And we get over there. They're still passed out. <clears throat> Brian was still passed out. Well, no, no, no. Brenna was passed out with him. Oh, yes, that's right. So then we went and ate. We went and ate. But then she woke up and let us know. Before we went back and we were still eating, yes. I got a text message from an old friend. Yes. And this is where my night goes down the fucking shitter. It did. It was not good. So I get a text from a friend that we had a falling out like three years ago. Haven't spoken since. Mm -mm. So, and out of the blue, I get this text. And throughout this conversation, I find out that this person's father had passed away. Now, this person's father was like a father to me because we've been best friends since we were two years old. Yeah. Her dad and my dad were best friends when we were growing up. So, you know, it was, it hit me really hard, even though it happened two years ago. But that's what hit you so hard was the fact that because you guys were distanced from each other, you were not informed what had happened. So you have not known for two years that he had passed. Right. So like I was a mix of sad and pissed because like my father should have told me right because i know he had to have known right and like because we moved 900 miles away it's like we don't exist or we don't exist we're anymore. just not on the radar yeah. so so nobody told me that this had happened so and yeah we went from having a really positive day had a decent dinner to the dinner actually started sucking because that's when everything yeah like I, I was literally in the middle of a fucking restaurant in New Orleans, crying. Yeah. Like, it was, like, the worst possible scenario. So, we finally get over to the hotel. Uh, Brenna's awake. Mm -hmm. You get changed for the party. And then we go down and we wait for her to finish getting ready. And she comes down. You know, she looks beautiful as always. Mm -hmm. And she says, can I go get you a drink? And I was like, oh, sure. You know, 
And then she said, okay, well, I'll be right back. I have to run up to the room. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because I didn't realize, like, she was going to go make her own drink for yeah, me. Yeah, she was trying to get rid of her her alcohol. And she was like, well, if you'd like a drink, I'll go make you one. Right. And I also think she wanted to get Brian up because he still wasn't that, up yet. I think that was the second part of that was, let me yeah. try it one more time. Because he came home, like, or he came back to the hotel, like, two and a half hours after she did. And the then making he passed out with out. the bartender and being yeah. just, I need to sleep now. <laughs> yeah. So we, we go out on the patio or out, out on the the balcony. We're listening to the band and I get a text mm-hmm. from Brenna. And what does the text say? Well, I, I'm not sure word for word because my phone is recording video right now, <laughs> but it was something along the lines of, I would never have the balls to say this to your face mm-hmm. but if there's any interest like i would love to play oh and look at you your personality won her over it was like such a bittersweet moment for me though because oh uh, yes for people that listen to the show all the time you know i do not get a lot of attention mm-hmm. especially from women that like i really want attention from right so to have that happen, like to receive that text to on the, that day yeah, where, you know, I'm still tearing up anytime you I, think, about I think about my friend's father. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I reply back, you know, and I told her that, you know, I really appreciate her, her, her telling me mm-hmm. and that there is... 100% interest on my part. Like, no questions There's asked. There's no denying that. <laughs> but tonight isn't going to be the night because of the information I found out put me in a really shitty headspace. Yeah. And I won't be able to give you the experience that you deserve. You that know, the <clears throat> best way that you could describe a situation like that to somebody that you really, really have the interest in wanting to playing. And to have something like that basically throw you off, throw you off your A game, you know, you you would do. You want those experiences to be really good, and you know, unfortunately, right? Because, I mean, we're planning on going to Pod Bash, which is an event that they throw. Mm-hmm. But if for whatever reason, like we can't get there, like that was my shot. Yeah, you know, and but I'm not going to be selfish, and try to make that experience happen even when i know i'm not going to be able to give her a hundred percent right no and that's a no matter what that hundred percent looks like like i could be trash i don't know but i know i wouldn't be able to say at the end of it like i gave you my best right like you already knew you're like i know i'm not going to be able to as much as i would love to i know this is not going to be the way i typically would be and i'm not going to connect with her the way that i know i would if i didn't have these other circumstances that just got thrown on me literally an hour before yeah so we got that straightened out she said you know i completely understand you know there's no hard feelings there which i really appreciate i mean like to me understands and i i told her this today i believe that actually makes me feel closer to her. Like that makes my connection stronger for her because she didn't take it in a negative way. 
Like she understood mm-hmm. where I was coming from and, you know, that, that want for me to give her a good experience. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Um, and then uh, very shortly after that, there's a lot of chaos that, that ensued. <laughs> um, there was another situation yes. that they had to deal with. Yes. That kind of put them in a bad headspace. Yeah. So Brian comes out to you, <laughs> you know, and says, you know, hey, after today, long day of drinking, yeah. you know, um, he was feeling kind of rough. And then that situation that they, they had to, to deal handle. with, he, he's like, you know, I'm going to have to take a rain check. Like, I would love to play, but it's just not tonight. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, you know, I was just kind of like, it's, it's perfectly okay because you were dealing with whatever you had going on. And, you know, I completely understand where it is where like, you want to be there for your partner and you have to deal with the things that you need to deal with. And, you know, maybe, maybe next time that's what rain checks are for. Yeah. And I mean, I'm hoping that we get to go to pod bash and if we do, I mean, I I know from our end, Mm -hmm. Like there's a hundred percent chance we're going to do what we have to do to make <laughs> that shit happen. Oh, heck yeah. You know, because like we both really wanted to have those experiences with them mm-hmm. and you know, it's nobody's fault that it didn't happen. Shit just happens. It just happens. And that's the biggest lesson for all of this. I think like you can have like the best ideas and plans and, mm-hmm stuff completely out of your control can just fuck your entire night. Right. And it's always least expected. So, you know, like you said, you have all this stuff planned or you have things lining up where things are very, very positive. They're going in the right direction. And then all of a sudden it takes a freaking hard nose dive and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it just, it's life and it happens. So like you can't be upset when shit like that happens all you can do is just kind of take it on the chin mm-hmm. and be like, well, I'm going to do my best to make this happen next time. Yeah. And there's there's definitely always going to be a next time when yep. both parties are like, we're still interested. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other takeaway from this week for me mm-hmm. was to not count yourself out as a potential play partner for somebody until you actually meet them in person. That is a very good takeaway. And I think very good for you because you always write yourself off that you're not somebody's type and you were pleasantly surprised. And I even told you I had a feeling that you would be wrong. And I was right for once. You were right. And that never happens. <laughs> I mean, but this also never happens to me either. This is true. This is literally the first time that, you know, I've been super interested in somebody and it was reciprocated. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not always wrong for feeling the way I do. No, no. Like, literally 99.9% of the time, you are not wrong. But this point zero one was me. Right. But this just goes to show to not count yourself out and to still shoot your shot. Yeah. I mean, be respectful and shit, obviously. But... And kind of going off of our last episode from last Monday... Be your authentic self. And that is what's going to draw in the people who are attracted to you and want to play with you. Absolutely. I mean, it worked for me this week. It did. 
my personality came in clutch. Yes, it did. And I know she says, you know, I'm a very handsome man and all that stuff. You are a very handsome man. But I feel like my personality sealed the deal. I I mean, that's my opinion. I'm going to be conceited a little bit about my personality because I think it's pretty dope. I mean, it is a pretty dope personality. And you were definitely yourself all week. That's all I can do. So, (laughs) well... I know this episode went a little bit long, guys. I'm sorry, but it's five fucking days of just craziness. So if you made it through this long, thank you very much. And if you want to hear bonus episodes, we will have those up on the Fansly probably by next week. Yeah. um, Because we have to record those still. Um, And we will have all the pictures and everything, you know, of Tink and I. Like, we can't post the pictures of other people. but. The It'll ones be, of ourselves will be on like our Facebook and our Instagram, but and all the of naughty them. stuff will be on our fans. Least. Correct. Yes. Um, Cause there's lots of those. <laughs> yes. Next week. I think we're going to have to do a fun segment. Cause we haven't done a fun segment in like two, two episodes. episodes now. So if we you guys have any ideas for new fun segments, please message us, email us, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. We want to hear your ideas for new fun segments. Yes, please. So make that happen ASAP. <laughs> because there's got to be shit that we can do to Tink that's going to be fun. <laughs> see how it goes? Uh, it's going to be on me. That's what it is. Well, everybody wants to hear and see you, not me. So Here. let's make it happen. We got the titties. Titties. Oh, smacking the titties. Huma. All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Come back next week for episode 52, our one-year anniversary. Yes. Maybe I'll put it in her butt. I, I don't know. Be, oh, my. Do something special for you know the one year. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Kitchen Sink E&M and Kink Podcast. Please make sure to check out the people who support us, VJ's Hotspot, The Trendy Pineapple, And also Pandora's Resort. They are really awesome people and they love and support the lifestyle just the way we do. So please make sure that you go and check them out. And if you'd like to find us on social media, you can find us pretty much everywhere at K-S-E-N-M and Kink Podcast. That's all the major socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Clapper, And also now we are moving away from OnlyFans and you can find all of our video and picture content at fansly.com slash K-S-E-N-M and kink podcast.